With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Let's talk Melbourne Cup again with Cam Luke, of course, a major part of SEN Track. And today, Trackside with Campbell Brown from 7 o'clock our time on SEN Track. You know, you mention you mention quite often how many people you have in your stable of um, mentors. Like you are the mentor to so many people. Anyone that's actually been near a microphone is a mentor. Well, I reckon as far as influence on people's careers, I've probably had the biggest influence on this bloke's career. He was a nobody back in the day. Nobody and worked with me for three, four, five years. And look at him now; he's everywhere you. Everywhere you see, and he's an expert in this. He's an expert in basketball and racing, and not once has he said thank you. Don't don't throw the word expert around so loosely. Uh, Cam, look, <laughs> good morning. Uh, g'day, guys. Hey, very nice words there, Scotty. It's always great to jump on the radio and have a chat with my my favourite ex radio colleague, uh, Tim Gossage, and of course yeah, you, Scotty, that I occasionally spoke to every now and then oh. as well. Because uh, you might not remember this, Scotty, and I understand that you believe you're my mentor. But Goss and I did a radio show for five years every Friday right across the regional, beautiful parts of West Australia. So I believe that grounds me a little bit more for what I do today than, than the sports day show we did. Hey, mate, I remember the uh, day... Whatever, I remember me. the day you drove over... You flew over, didn't drive... Well, mind, mind you, judging by Hutchie's budget, you probably did drive over. Uh, we went down to Bunbury and you panelled. You panelled, put the gear together yep. at the Australian Tavern. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I had to do back in the days and it was worth it because we got down there and... It was a great evening. It was a Thursday night, Goss, and I think we really ripped the joint across. It was about finals time, I reckon it was. And it was a, it was a great God. day, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. You know, you know, Goss, I get a text message late last night. It's from Scotty, and I'm like, oh, he's reaching out, of course. He claims he's my mentor. And he goes, oh, any chance I can grab David Taggart's number to get him on the show tomorrow. <laughs> Clearly, Tag is ill. He's fallen ill, the little captain of SCN Track Late. So I appreciate, in true scratching styles, I am the sub. No, oh, we're honest. We're honest. There's no point sugarcoating. <laughs> we had we had tags on last week. First time he's ever done a <laughs> Friday a Friday interview with anyone. Apparently, and he was fantastic. So we thought, well, we'll go back to the well. Unfortunately, he was crook, and now uh, Campbell couldn't do it. Uh, and then uh, who else we are? We asked uh, Miles. We asked uh, Gareth. Uh, Gareth. Jared. Yep, yeah, and they weren't available. But anyway, here you are. Uh, and it's terrific to speak well, to you. We're looking forward to a great day, <laughs> mate. Because can you can you can you give us something? Just give us a little synopsis on Saturday, because for the punter, including myself, it was a dead set mm-hmm. bloodbath. Absolute bloodbath on Saturday, and unfortunately, I'll be honest. I, I, I tipped Queen of the Ball early at ten, and I thought, "Hang on, I'm on here." Uh, and it turns out it couldn't have been any more fool's gold. There was a very, very strong wind at Flemington on Saturday. Flemington is the best track in the world. It's the best race track in the world. There's never a bias. Well, there hasn't been a bias attached to it for about 40-odd years. It's the best irrigation. So even if it rains, traditionally, it holds up really well. Uh, But that wind, the the fact that the leaders were able to continually go at a quick pace and then use that tailwind into the straight to kick four or five lengths clear was a major factor as to why it was really hard to punt. Now, I always say this. If there's a bias, be it track or weather-wise, just don't punt as much, of course. 
um, I was stupid enough not to ever listen to my own advice. So <laughs> in the end, it was a really rough Saturday. But traditionally, Derby Day is one of the toughest days on the Australian racing calendar. So whilst in the end, it wasn't a perfect day punting-wise, if you gamble responsibly, no major damage done. And we front back up for Melbourne Cup Day. And uh, a lot, I've got a lot of confidence today, boys, to be fair. And oh. don't forget, imagine what you could be buying instead always. And the first race goes at 7.45. We're going to be on air, so we'll probably <laughs> we'll, we'll, we might take an ad break while that's on. No, wait, uh, we, we're, we're going to SN track it. <laughs> I'm going to sit here. You can be Tags and I'll be Cam. Hey, so is Tags crook crook? Is he not working today? He, no, he's actually really unwell. He, uh, he, he did a uh, show yesterday for SCN track at the call of the card and started to really struggle late last night. He, he reached out and said that he, he's, he's in a little bit of bother. He, he went to bed nice and early, and unfortunately, he's, he's, he's pulled up uh, with an elevated temperature, little man. I've had to scratch him, very similar to Cleveland, who was scratched last night from the Lloyd Williams uh, ownership crew. So, yeah, he's not going to be there today, which is going to be a, a, a real pain in the backside, but hopefully he can get himself right because... They've got, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but he actually won the Oaks uh, back in 2004. He doesn't mention it a great deal, so uh, you might not know it, but uh, hopefully he can rest up and be feeling a bit better for Thursday, which he, uh, he dubs his own day. So hopefully he's okay, but uh, he won't be there today, unfortunately. Hey, tell us just about, uh, for those, and I know Scotty, you know, the Melbourne Cup, he's, he's really disappointed. He's going out to Ascot today. I'm going to be on the lounge. No invite me anywhere. So... Bottom line is, having worked in the Melbourne Cup for seven years in the betting ring way back when, when 10 used to do it well, uh, I just wanted to mention to you what sort of – just give our listeners an idea of what it's like, what it's like walking onto Flemington Cup Day, the roses, the people, the atmosphere, and, of course, the horse racing. Just tell us. It, look, if you, if you are a huge sports fan, which no doubt everyone listening to you right now is, you don't necessarily have to be a hardcore racing fan to appreciate and love and take a great deal of pleasure out of what today is because it, it transcends sport. It is the race that stops the nation for a reason and it's one of those days that is at the front of every conversation, even if you don't have any idea that racing continues every single day of the year bar Christmas Day. You walk on it. It's, it's no different to an AFL Grand Final, NRL Grand Final. When you walk into the atmosphere, when you walk into the, the cauldron or even into the area, you can already feel it. The intensity is there. The atmosphere is there. Everyone's in a great, really great spirits. And, and that's exactly what Melbourne Cup is. It's, it's beautifully presented. Uh, I've been to a lot of racetracks around the world, and I, I believe it's the best racetrack. And it may be the best sporting stadium in the world. I know stadium's not exactly a, a word used predominantly when it comes to horse racing, but there's the tradition. You have the old hill stand, the old member stand, and you have the new stand uh, that continually, when they redevelop and, and you know, reinvigorate Flemington Racecourse. They're able to do a really good job of holding on to the sense of history that the place does hold. So it's no different for me walking in AFL Grand Final Day because you know something special is about to happen. And whatever happens at 3 o'clock is going to be exactly where it gets spoken about for the next 200 years, regardless of who the winner actually is. Hey, mate, I had a uh, sleepless night last night. I was uh, panicking Mm -hmm. for our little mate, uh, D. Oliver. Obviously, we've had him on the show a lot this year and... Uh, and recently, and I was nervous with uh, the the vet inspection of Alan Kerr, but it's got through. What do you think uh, Ollie's chances are? And and you're an expert on this, so you know if the horse has just passed. You know when a, a footy player goes in and they've just passed their their fitness test on the Friday, and they and they're mm-hmm. you know named good to go. So the same with the horse, like they're not going to run a different. It isn't a hundred percent, are they? No chance in hell. Stone Brews. Now, the stone bruise is one of those things that can hang around and just be like a, 
a little bit lame. It's it's not a major horse injury, and it's one that they can recover fairly quickly from, and they've been able to do that. I know yesterday it felt anytime there's something this close to the race, though, Scotty, it is always a concern. As you said, when a player on a Friday has to do a fitness test, there's always a fair bit of concern about that player actually being named fit, ready to go. And it would have been. I know Ollie has spoken about the fact that it doesn't necessarily define him and he didn't need a ride and, and what will be Melbourne Cup number 32. But you know what? For us selfish sports fans and racing fans <laughs> who have loved this guy <laughs> for three decades, we want to see him out there. It's emotional. It's emotional that he goes out there and rides in it. Uh, he rode two winners on Saturday. He's riding really well. He's had a, a nice spring. And the fact that Alan Kerr, who I don't think can win the race, but this is what this race does. It springs up these stories that continually lead us to discuss it for the next 50 or 60 years. So whilst I don't believe that Alan Kerr can win the race, the fact that Ollie is in it and that dream remains alive in his 32nd Melbourne Cup means that we all... Now, again, there'll be people crying. Mm. In fact, the whole track will be crying. 99% of it because Ollie's won a Melbourne Cup in his last race. The other 1% because they're out of the quality because I don't think anyone <laughs> legitimately believes that Alan Kerr can win the race. But there won't, be a, there won't be a dry eye in the joint if Ollie's able to salute. Uh, Not just in his last ever Melbourne Cup, but also tying the, the record that is held uh, by Bobby Lewis and Harry White with four Melbourne Cups, which would be outstanding to go out in a historic note. It will. Give us your tip. I'm with, without a fight. I've been on him uh, since the middle of the year. I, I liked him 12 months ago, and then the rain came, and uh, he just does not go at all when the rain is around. So I'm hoping there's, there's, there's rain and thunderstorms, but I think that'll be after the race. I spoke to to Jane Bunn late last night after Rob Jell didn't answer my phone. And uh, essentially what's happened is that he, he's predicting about a 4.30 shower. So that'll be good. That's Without very, a fight for me. Um, the Caulfield Cup's the best form race in the world when it comes to this race, and he won that. I didn't think he'd win that. I thought it'd be all about today. So for my pocket, I traditionally 100% hope that without a fight wins. But Vauban's going to be really hard. I think the Japanese horse breakup is a really good each-way play. And future history. Holly Doyle is here. She is one of the mm. best female jockeys in the world. Uh, she is over here a lightweight, and, and that stable traditionally have horses that run particularly well. So looking forward to that. Hey, mate, who was Rob Gell married to? I have absolutely no yeah, idea. Has he still got that restraining order on you? <laughs> hey, look, that was, honestly, that was just a uh, miscommunication. Uh, and you're right. That can happen. I was trying to get to the bottom of what is actually happening when it comes to the track. So I might have rang him a couple of too much times. But what actually happened, I rang him too late last night because I was at the, the World Catch Championship party. Yeah, uh, so I was going to ask you about that. I was going to yeah. ask you about that. How good, how good. We're back. Man. Oh. I, I, I said two weeks ago, and I backed it up again last week, we will win the championship from here. You did too. You mm. did too. Yeah, I, well, um, I still have a good one day. of the dumbest things you've said, Scotty, and uh, <laughs> I stand by that. Look. Oh, they were great last night. They were really good on Saturday night where they nearly blew that 20-point lead. Uh, it's just about finding the right combinations. They've obviously got an amazing amount of talent. It's just about... I, I still think they need a defensive point guard to help Bryce Cotton out, but the talent is there. Ironically, Keanu Pinder getting fouled out last night actually helped the team a little bit. They, they played better defense, and they were able to have more fluency in their offense, which Jordan Usher hit some big shots. Uh, there was a lot of um, interesting whistles yeah. late. Uh, which made it a weird spectacle being in the stadium last night. But in the end, the right team won, and that's a big weekend. And I, I'm not sure if Hutchie's home yet, actually, to be fair. They've, wow. they've celebrated and popping champagne. So it's relieved a fair bit of pressure over there, no doubt. He didn't look well. He didn't look well, Hutchie. Can you check in on him? Because it looked like he was about to drop at the end of the uh, 
end of that game well, after the first OT. I, I was worried about I him. actually I actually watched the game with him on Saturday night and he and I quote that it was the most stressful two hours of his life, which <laughs> uh, I find interesting. But he, he does he rides every single call mm. and every single shot that goes up. So uh, I did see him this morning just briefly in the office. So good to see that the Wildcats got a win because the Red Army, they're as passionate as they come. They won in everyone's head four days ago, and now they'll be like you, Scotty, crowing that they can win the championship. Uh, nice never, work, get off. Passion's about. It never get off. Never get off. Nice work by you. Rob Joe was once married to Joe Pearson. There you go. <laughs> that's there you important. Go. There you go. That's important. Used to be she, didn't like Cam, she didn't like Cam either. Wasn't she was she just Cam? trying to have some alone time with Rob. <laughs> wasn't, she a, wasn't she a former <laughs> presenter or newsreader, Joe Pearson? Anyway. Hey, mate. You mentor hey, just, 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 just quickly, Goss. I, and you, just, you alluded to it before about Channel 10 and the Melbourne Cup. I, there's no way in the world back in your day they would have cut the commercial break 400 metres left in the Victoria Derby, mate. So there's no doubt you're not being But is that true? Left to join is that true? Chaos. Is that yep. true? No, not. Not not metropolitan markets. I believe it was regional affiliates. I don't know exactly whose fold it was, but yeah, four hundred to go. Oh. Of course, Sunset takes the lead. The Derby's going nuts. <laughs> Rick Rocket down the outside, and then we went to an infomercial at Channel Ten selling a blender. Ed, Ed, Ed would have taken that well. Uh. <laughs> would have gone real well. Hey, good on you, mate. Appreciate your time. Enjoy yep. the day, Thank mate. Thank you, boys. Have a great day. Send me your tips. Seven o'clock. It oh, is yeah. Trackside Cam and Luke with Cam Brown on the SEN Network. We'll take a break and come back. Melbourne Cup Day. Uh, don't forget, we've got our our sweepstakes coming up in the last half hour. So 13, 12, 55, you have to call. 13, 12, 55, we've got 23 horses because Cleveland, of course, is a scratching. Scott Ingalls.